calling 911 when in an accident may just not be enough. Car accident, remember. After 911, call 411. 1-800-411-PAIN. 1-800-411-PAIN is a legal and medical referral service. Non-employee spokesperson. Snowflake, go for it. I don't care. In any event, have a little bit of uh, breaking Miami Hurricanes news. We're gonna effort Susan Miller Degden from the Miami Herald to uh, catch up with and talk about the Canes and had their second scrimmage of the preseason today. We'll track her down in a bit. But here's the breaking news. Mark Rick tells reporters after today's second scrimmage that he will be announcing a starting quarterback on Tuesday. What does that tell me? Well, in the second scrimmage, two guys got reps with the first team. Malik Rogier and Evan Sheriffs. Rogier, 17 of 25, 260 pounds, uh, 260 pounds, hello, 260 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Sheriffs, 13 of 19, 227 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. So, and Kosi Perry ran with the second team. Rogier and Sheriffs split the reps with the first team. Mark Rick says he's announcing a quarterback, starting quarterback on Tuesday. Who do you think it's going to be? The One of the two guys that ran with the first team or the guy that ran with the second team? I'm guessing it's going to be Malik Rogier is going to be your starting quarterback for the University of Miami, at least for snap number one against Bethune-Cookman. But I also do believe that Nkosi Perry is going to get run. They're going to get him run. Whether he gets a quarter, I don't know how Mark Rick does these things. Whether you know he gets a the third quarter, whether he gets the second quarter, whether he goes in and out depending on the formation, I I believe that Nkosi Perry is going to get some run, but he will not take the first snap for the University of Miami. In my humble opinion, Mark Rick will announce a starting quarterback on Tuesday or by Tuesday. So could be Monday. Never know. Just saying. So we have that news. Also, this Le'Veon Bell story is, I don't know, man. Out of positions in football where if I played that position and I was confident in my abilities and knew that if I could have a good season, given everything going my way, I could get a ton of money more than I was being offered that I would bet on myself. I'm not sure running back is one of those positions. 
Running backs get hurt, man. They get nicked up. But Le'Veon Bell was offered a deal that would pay him $12 million a year. His agent basically said to the club, hey, we agree on it. There was a report out there that they were about to sign it. And, oh, breaking from the Dolphins. Joe Shad reporting that the Dolphins have added linebacker Ray Maluga per, per a league source. So there you go. Add in some linebackers. But back to Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, his agent says, um, his agent says, hey, we agree on the deal. Uh, it sounds good. Five-year deal, $12 million a year. Maybe I don't know how much guaranteed. Maybe thirty. million. Um, yeah, we'll take it. And then Le'Veon says, no, no, nay, nay. I think I can do better. You know what? I'll play this year. I'll prove it to y'all. I'll prove it to y'all. Sounds great in theory. Running backs get nicked up, man. I'm just, I've, I've seen it way too often. Very rarely do you find a starting running back that goes all 16. They get nicked up. Now, I appreciate Le'Veon Bell's confidence in himself. I don't know if I'd be turning that money down. But, I mean, I appreciate his confidence. Just, I don't know if I would make that move if I'm a running back. In the NFL, man, any kind of guaranteed money you can get. I don't know, it's hard to turn down. It's it's kind of like the decision, that lotto situation, which I... uh. I'm that guy that uh, every Wednesday and Saturday or sometimes Tuesday and Friday, depending on whether I'm in the Mega Millions or the, uh, or the Powerball, I go to the Lotto Calculator. The, yeah, you can just type in Lotto Calculator online, and it'll bring you to a website where you tell it what state you're in, and then it'll tell you, you put in the amount on the billboard, and then it tells you what the lump sum payment is, and also what the, the annuity is, after taxes, all the stuff. I'm that guy. Now, they always tell you, take the lump sum. Even though in the annuity, you end up making more in the long run. With the lump sum, you have the power to invest it as you want. You may do better investing it yourself than letting the lotto people invest it for you. Plus, uh, you can't, if you take the annuity... And you pass away, that's it. Like, it doesn't go to your kids. That's it. Like, it goes to you only. So they always say take the lump sum and invest it yourself. But it's always a decision I fantasize about making because I am going to win the lottery someday. By the way, I'll come to work the next day. Don't worry about it. I will win $500 million and come to work the next day and make a board op schedule. That will happen. Seriously, I, I, I love this too much. I mean, maybe I'd go on a vacation. I'd go take a cruise or something or, you know, what have you. But I'd come back. I'd, I'd work. I'd do my Saturday show. I'd piss all of you off because I annoy you sometimes. I would do my thing. I would definitely get a hot tub, though. Uh, my first purchase, uh, even before a house or a car, 
would be a fire pit with Adirondack chairs around it and a hot tub. Hashtag just saying. But that's the decision that Le'Veon Bell is making. Does he take the lump sum up front or does he invest in himself and wait for a better deal down the line? He's deciding to wait on a better deal. I'm not sure it is a great move. But what the hell do I know? God forbid he gets hurt. He's going to be just upset. <sighs> Let's see. Uh, the Kane's scrimmage stats are starting to come out here. Let's see if I'm able to access this. Or, no, of course not, because it's stupid password protected. Damn you, Gary Furman. I mean, it's stats. They're going to be out there, aren't they? Did I get them emailed to me? I'll check my email. Maybe I have the stats that I can give you. I, I, I don't understand. What, like, what, what are we doing? What, why? 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 Why are college football coaches so freaking paranoid? That brings me to the Jim Harbaugh situation in Michigan. Did you see this? So Jim Harbaugh, him and his khaki pants, um, the roster, uh, the roster that he has up on the Michigan site and that has been released to the media is the one from the end of last year, which includes, of course, all the seniors that have left. They refuse to update their roster. So a New Jersey paper filed a complaint under the Freedom of Information Act to get them to release the roster because Michigan's a public school, blah, blah, blah. And I guess they don't have to comply for like 15 days or what have you, and then by the time they have to comply, it's going to be game week anyways, and they would release a roster. It's just stupid. Like, what does it matter to you? Like, I'm trying to write a story on some of your players. Can I can I know like what you list them as height weight wise or no that's that's top secret. I mean, come on. Oh, we're not releasing rosters. We're not releasing depth charts. We're not doing. We're not telling you anything. Blah blah blah. Get over yourself. Why? I, I don't understand. This is what I don't comprehend. And I've been through a million paranoid coaches. Listen. Either you're good or you're not. Either you line up your 11 and you can beat the other team or you can't. All of this messing around and chicanery and all that stuff, you could take it and bleep it. Okay? Like, seriously. Like, like Nick Saban, paranoid out the yin-yang. Bro, you're running Alabama. You've got all five-star athletes. You're going to go out there and kick most teams' asses. It doesn't matter. You could probably give your playbook to the other teams and still kick their asses. It didn't matter. Like the U, when the U was winning championships and, and playing for championships, practice was open, everything was open, guys, and no one cared. You know why? Because they said, we're going to take our team, we're going to roll them out there, you can watch, you can film, you can diagram, whatever the hell you want, and we're going to kick your ass. We don't care. But nowadays, oh, oh no. No, I mean, God forbid you know who the second team fullback is. Holy crap. 
That's going to completely ruin everything for you. I mean, what are you doing? You're being a jerk just to be a jerk. For no reason whatsoever. Oh, and by the way, I hate to tell you morons, the news leaks out anyways! Uh, we can't talk about that. You know what? Trust me, it gets out. Some x-ray tech calls a friend who calls a friend who calls a friend. Uh, we know you're, uh, somebody's leg is broken. Get over it. Like, paranoia is ridiculous. Now, listen, my favorite coach of all time, Bill Belichick, is the most paranoid of them all. I think it's ridiculous. But I still like him. I just don't get it. Are you going to open the phones so we can really roll? Come on, you can do it, Antoine. Hit the button. You can do it. No. Come on. There we go. Good for you. What are you doing? What are you doing? Could you just leave the phones open? Ticket, you're on the air. Hello? No one there. Let's see if these things work. Yep. Yep. Up, oh, line four. Up, oh, yep. Line five, yep. Line six, okay, we're good. Ticket, you're on the air. BB. Hey, man. Am I on the air? Yes, you are, sir. BB, Brian the Beast, Frank Robinson, player manager. But let me start with this. I'm going to freestyle. I'm going to do something. Check it. Doug Abernathy is the best RVP. He also is the best GM that there could ever be. Doug Abernathy is my BFF and the best Bud D. He's so beloved here at what? 79B. We hope he stays with us for many days and gives the beast, Brian London, a super raise. Come on, everybody in the, in the studio, everybody in the listening radio land. Let's do it again. Doug Abernathy is the best RVP. He also is the best GM that there could ever be. Doug Abernathy is my BFF and the best buddy. He's so beloved here at work. 7-9-D. We hope he stays with us for many days and gives the beast Brian London yeah, a super wave. Uh, Bill, just a word of advice. If I were you, I'd quit the whole let me call the station 7,000 times and leave the boss voicemails. That's not going to end well for you. Just saying. Might want to take note of that. Unless you want me to start giving out your real name and number again. That whole thing. Okay, good. Glad we could do that. Chris! Peace. Chris! Peace. Chris! What's going on, brother? Fellow brother, live right next to you, brother, in Cooper, uh, in the Embassy Court. Nice, nice, nice. I'm right yes, over sir. there. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, you love the area, man. It's beautiful around here, huh? It is, it is. Nice, yeah, man. Um, yeah, man, I just want to talk a little about Saban and, and the Dolphins, man. You know, just well, Saban, he's a complete jerk. You know, I, I heard it yesterday, uh, you know, when he was talking to a reporter and how he answered, and it's like, 
Like, what does it got to be like that for, man? Like, just answer the damn question. You know, I mean, like, like what is, like, what is it with this guy? This guy's a millionaire. He's, you know, he's running one of the best teams in the country. Like, like what do you got to be so, such a, such a? I don't even know the word for him, man. Like, you know, like, like, like what's his deal? Uh, what's his deal? <laughs> I mean, they're all paranoid. They're all crazy. They're paranoid all, about what? They're all crazy. <laughs> They are so paranoid that if, uh, you know, the other team knows their depth chart, knows who's playing well, that they'll have some advantage. But does anybody really think they're going to go on there and, and beat Alabama besides maybe one or two teams anyway? No, I, I mean, mean, that's <laughs> the thing, but that's, but that's logic. They, a lot of times they get so caught up and crazy, they forget logic. Yeah, I guess. All right, well, enough about Saban. I want to talk about the Dolphins. Um, right, go there. I heard, I heard mixed reports about the game, about, about Cutler. You know, like, I, you know, I've watched football. You know, I'm, I'm 30 years old. I've watched football since I was about 13. So, you know, I love football, but I'm a born and raised in Miami. So, I, you know, I love passion about all my Miami teams. And, you know, I've seen, I've seen Cutler play. You know, he's not the best, but, but he does got a, a cannon. You know, and and I don't know. I you know I I think from from what I heard though, you know I watched the game, but from you know ESPN reporters and from local guys and stuff that I heard, I hear like mixed reports. You know, it's basically like fifty fifty. You know, people saying he wasn't that good, but and then the other you know, no, people he, I'm hearing. No, he played. He played. From my point of view, he played plenty well. Obviously, the offensive line did not play well for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was penalties, but that's not going to be the starting offensive line. Listen. I mean, unless you're bringing in Colin Kaepernick, you can't do better than Jay Culler. He knows your system. He's a veteran. Uh, your quarterback goes down. That's the best you're going to do. But you personally, would you have rather had Colin Kaepernick or would you have rather had Culler? If I was just basing, if I was simply basing it on talent, I would say Colin Kaepernick. But when you take into account knowledge of the system, it's close to the season. It's preseason. We need somebody that could be our starter game one and know everything. I would have taken Culler. Yeah, that's true. You think you think uh, you think Tannehill is going to be with us next year if um, if Kyler plays well this year and he gets Kyler gets a job? It's a crapshoot. If I was Tannehill, I'd be worried. Yeah, I'm disappointed. Like, like as a Dolphin fan, it just sucks, man. You know, to see how good they were doing last year, and then he gets hurt. We go in the playoffs, and Matt Moore stinks it up. You know, and then and then this year, you know, our team's looking good. We got some. You know, we added a couple good players. We got a pretty rough schedule, but you know, and then this happens again with Tannehill, man. I'm just. As a Dolphin fan, it it sucks, man. You know, like just the the list of quarterbacks every you know every other year is like. I mean, Tannehill's been here for you know four four or five years or whatever now, but I mean, it's like when are we gonna catch a break? When can we just? I mean, I'm actually kind of glad we got Cutler though because he is a veteran quarterback and you know he's played. You know, I know he's got a lot of turnovers and he's got that attitude about him, but you know, I'd rather have him. I'd rather have Cutler in than Matt Moore, honestly. All right, man. Appreciate the phone call. Thanks, Chris. See you around the neighborhood, man. All right, Beast. Later, man. We'll do. Steve, real quick. Hello, Beast. How are you? Good. How are you, sir? Good. I just have a constructive comment regarding the Hurricanes. I understand it's Mark Rick's program. He can do what he wants. Uh, and I, I would have understood it last year because it was in his first year, but I don't understand closing things to the public. I don't get it. 
Uh, we, I mean, we just, Steve, it's really simple. We just went through this, and it, like, I can't explain it, but college football coaches are the most paranoid people in the entire freaking world. And okay. uh, and, 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 it, and Mark Mark Rick believes that if fans were there to watch this scrimmage and see his quarterbacks, uh, you know, battle it out, that it would it would one give ammo to opposing teams, and two put too much pressure on his quarterbacks, even though they're supposed to play in front of 80,000 people. I don't get it. I don't, I, I don't I, I, understand I don't, it. Listen, I don't understand it, and how people like yourself in the media are supposed to do your job, but I guess he doesn't give a damn. Love you, B. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. They're all paranoid, man. They're crazy. I'm telling you. I remember in 1999 being at a, a practice, or 1998, no, 99, 99, 99, uh, first practice of fall camp was open with Butch Davis. There was a bazillion fans there, okay, getting ready for the season. And a plane, like, uh, flies overhead. And Butch just starts pulling equipment people and security people over, pointing at the sky. And I'm listening. He thinks the plane is uh, is spying on the Canes for Ohio State, who they played in the kickoff classic in the opener at the Meadowlands that year. And then somebody in the, I mean, back then, this is when people had actual real video cameras that you held on your shoulder. Not now, you just film on your phone. Uh, and so some dude in the crowd is videoing practice. And he, like, has security remove that dude because he thinks that guy is going to send the video to uh, uh, Ohio State. I mean, they're just all paranoid. Craziness. Why am I talking like this? Back after this in the ticket. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Was listening to uh, the Guns N' Roses channel on Sirius XM. It's done. It's now, I don't know what it is. Some other channel. But on the Classic Rock channel, one of the Classic Rock channels, they've been replaying the uh, the live concert from the Apollo that, that happened a month or two ago. And, uh, I mean, I, I just can't get it off. Seen them in concert a couple of weeks ago. I mean, just one of the best shows I've ever been to. Just unbelievable. Slash is a god. Axel's voice, eh? But Slash, huh? At at one point during the show, I turned to my friend next to me and said, "I I would have his baby." Just saying. Uh, where are we? We are, uh, uh, I might as well just get this over with. Take it, you're on the air. Hey, hey, what's up, bro? You tell me. I'm going to the concert too, bro. 
You're out of Me? your mind. No, bro. Hey, I'm in my mind. You're try I'm trying to get you into mine too, bro. I'm in. I ain't out. Bro, you just hey, your mind is hey, you're gonna get into mine. And I'm gonna tell you this right here with love, bro. L O V E, right? It's a four letter word. I can mention another but I won't, bro. Check it. Right now I'm going. Guns and Roses, bro, G and R. Hey, bro. And what say you about that, bro? Where are you sitting, bro? The, the concert happened two weeks ago, brother. I know. I was there, but I'm going to the other one. Duh. They're doing future shows. Just because you went to one don't mean they're done. Bro. We love you, beast. Come on now. And... We love Doug Abernathy, man. He's cool, bro. Hey, bro. I'm going to break my silence for this and say, hey, this is all your fault. <laughs> well, because this is all you. I love You did this. Listen, here's the thing is I really, people don't comprehend, like, I really have a keen curiosity about Bill. The problem with your keen curiosity and, is he's empowered now. Well, no, because soon, I mean, you know, if he keeps it up, the police will just show up at his door. But so you say, I mean, I, I just, Bill, you got to, I mean, stop with the front desk and the calling and the emailing and the, the whole thing. Just if you want to have fun. And call my show on Saturday, like, we can do it, it's fine, until you say a four-letter word, and then you can't be coming on again. But, like, don't bother the boss, and don't bother the receptionist, and don't bother anyone else. Please. That's not getting you anywhere. Other than, eventually, it's going to get you in handcuffs. If that persists, I'm guessing. That's what happens. I don't really know. But, you just gotta stop. Call me. Call me. I mean, be crazy to me. I'm fine. I, I like crazy people. Or sane people. Wh whatever you are, I like you. I think we're postponing our Capitol Grill lunch, though. That's going to have to be postponed indefinitely. Huh. Just saying. Well, he's back. Good to know that uh, Jamba and Ron have been let out for the weekend. Just for a second, just to, uh, you know, experience some sunlight. <laughs> I love our collars. Love it. Let's see what's going on in the text machine. Uh... Let's see. Why so many bizarre callers today, Beast? No, no. See, evidently you don't listen to the Saturday show enough. Uh, that's all we do. Like, I encourage bizarre callers. Um, also, the quote brings out a Honda text line. He's out of material, though. It's garbage coming out. Well, he's been out of material for years, but still, uh, you know, it's fun times. Uh this comes in from the 561. Guns N' Roses is dope. I love their cheesy lyrics and lame songs. Bro, Somebody's a hipster. I mean, dude. Okay. Someone's being a hipster. Whatever, man. I mean, okay. Not you. This this texter. That's being a hipster. Music right there. snob. Like whatever. Like, dude. Slash is one of the best guitar players I've ever seen. 
The rest of it I don't care about. Like, you're out of your mind. Someone's being pretentious. It's, it's, very, it's very simple. Like, when I go to a show, I have one requirement to make it a great show. Is it a cathartic experience, and when I leave, do I feel satisfied? It's almost like sex. Right. I mean... I thought your first requirement, is she blonde? No, I mean, just... <laughs> you know, like, is it is it mind-blowing? And, like, when you're done, like, are you just like, oh. Or... Is it just like, eh, whatever. Like, that Guns N' Roses concert, I left... There was nothing more left. I could I couldn't give any more. I I I needed I needed a nap and a cigarette. I didn't smoke a cigarette because I don't smoke cigarettes, but you know what I mean. That's my only requirement for a concert. Whether it's listen, if if a band that has crappy lyrics and lame songs, as you say, can take me there, then so be it. Like, I'm sorry, not everything is, you know, uh, cool and hip, like Arcade Fire or, you know, whatever you kids are listening to these days. You mean some of the bands that'll be in a Riptide music festival? Yeah, no, no. I mean, the, the Riptide bands are great. That's fine. They're awesome. But, you know, try putting on a show. That, like, you, you can't go pack, go fill a stadium like Guns N' Roses. And well, hold on, wait, that's play not, three and a half okay, hours. Oh, wait, wait, that's not really fair, is it? Some of these acts haven't been around. I don't moment. care. But this is why I stopped talking the last time. I got bursitis in my elbow, and this should give me a shot to take the pain away. And if I'm a good boy, she said she'd give me another one. Sorry about your bursitis, Darone. Look what you've done. Your masterpiece, sir. Just one more before the break. Hello, my name is Ian Crowley, and I represent Bill. Um, apparently, you are making verbal threats. He apparently has not made any bad and or, if you will, he's using the freedom of speech. It's love. All he's doing is dropping love, L-O-V, Four letter word. Um, apparently, I'm speaking to him now as a quote unquote mouthpiece. Brian, his words to you are he loves you and stepping on you the ticket and sports. Thank you, Ian. Thank you for that. Love, nothing but love from Ian. I get such a kick out of it. I it, listen, if 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 I if I if I didn't worry, what I would like if I wasn't concerned or wasn't afraid or uh didn't think that it would be overused, I would literally just give Bill my my own phone number and say, "Hey, just call me later, man." Like just call me, you know, and talk my 
head off with your random nonsense. But that would not turn out well. If you set up a burner phone, that might help. Huh? Set up a burner phone. Yeah, that's what... Okay, that's what I'll do. I'll go get, um... Like a Boost Mobile or like one of these burner phones. And I'll give that line to Bill. He'll be the only one that has a number. And whenever I want my bill fixed, boom, it's there. Seems like a great idea. That is that is genius. Uh, someone... <laughs> See, someone says, I have a crush on beast sense of humor, love for canes, and overall demeanor. Are you a uh, female? If so, uh, slide into my DMs. At Miami Radio Beast. Hm. I'm going to get a burner phone for Bill to call me. Off the air. Just so you guys don't have to deal with the insanity. Uh, I mean, I, I, I feel like... Sitting in traffic on the Palmetto, having to be able to, getting able to converse with Bill would make the drive a lot better. I feel like that. All right, back to Jay Cutler, the Hurricanes, and sports. After this, if you want, if you have a real hot sports take, 786-360-790 on the text machine, 67974 on the Cold Springs Alamo Honda text line. Back after this on the ticket. Back here on a Saturday. Sitting here watching live coverage of the protests in Boston. Free speech rallies, alt-right rallies, all sorts of rallies. Police out in force. Right now we're seeing a little uh, conflict going on. Police are trying to push a crowd back. Don't know which side of the uh, argument these protesters are on, although... Uh, it looks like this is, uh, a free speech aspect of things, and it's getting a little unruly. Like, why, why can't we just huh. march? That's, uh, that's kind of weird. What? Don't you think? What? That they're pushing back the police, the, the police are pushing back protesters in Boston, but, well, in Charlottesville, they, it got a little too hot for them. Yeah, uh, in Charlottesville, they, uh, they were a little ill-prepared for what was going on in, I, I, in I understand that, but they... They didn't even try. They kind of just pulled out. Yeah, I know. It was it was not a good look. Um, it's just, so it's just, it, it, it's it's just find it funny that you know peaceful protest gets the riot gear and the all right gets the yeah yeah yeah. With you. Uh, I anyway. do I do say this like no matter what's you know whatever you want to march for whatever you want to say we have the right of freedom of speech but like just do it peacefully like just I mean. For all intents and purposes, they just did it peacefully. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> they just, still got riot gear. Uh, no, I know. I, but but I, the, you missed it before. Before I told you, you put it on. There was people throwing stuff at the police and all that stuff. Like, I mean, just uh, again, just, again. I, 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 I know. I, I understand. Like, trust me, I understand. But like, just, I, I know you do. I just, I just want to point out for everybody else that it. Eh, this you got. You, point out for everybody else that this is. This is what we mean by double standard in some cases. This right here. You look at Charlottesville and you look at how things are handled here and it's like, this is, that's weird. Shouldn't it be the same response everywhere? But it's not. And the guys in Charlotte, some people in Charlottesville had guns. Oh, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, you're sitting, walking down the street with an AR-15 strapped. 
you know. Again, then you should, then the police should have came out in riot gear, and it shouldn't be too hot for them. No, I mean, how the police handled Charlottesville is a disgrace. Uh, there's no yeah. doubt about it. Uh, and All right. I, I don't know what's going on here in Boston. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to watch this, but I don't have sound on, and I don't really know what... Uh, because before, it just it looked like everyone was just being peaceful and nice and tiptoeing to the tulips, and now it looks like the police are out, and I don't know why they're moving this crowd down the street, and I don't know what caused this, and I, you know, it's all out of context. I just, uh, you know, why can't we all just get along? It's basically the, the whole thing. Why can't we just all just hold hands and tiptoe through the tulips and all that stuff? Or just at least agree they're all jerks and be done with it. Speak for yourself. I'm just saying. If I'm not a jerk. Uh, you're not. I mean, I am actually, but today. Oh well, no, you were time. a couple. You were like a half an hour ago. Yeah, I told you not to talk anymore. Yeah, and I stopped talking for a little while. I meant to do it for the rest of the show, but. Well, it's just because you brought up Michael Jordan playing baseball, up. and then I was gonna, uh, I was about to like have a, and then start talking about how he really was playing baseball because, uh, you know, well, you gambling. Know, and, someone and, I consider my friend told me to stop talking in the rudest manner possible. Well, I'm sorry. I I, I snapped. I snapped. I'm sorry. All right. What were, you, what were we going to do before we uh, went off on this tangent? Of uh, Well, no, this this texture brings in an interesting point, okay? Which is Jay Cutler's going to throw a fourth quarter pick, and the fans will want Tannehill back, and that's when they'll finally feel like they appreciate Ryan Tannehill. I think we were already there, right? Weren't we already at the point, finally, coming into this training camp where it was complete appreciation of Ryan Tannehill? We I weren't th- asking the questions. We weren't debating on whether we have a starting quarterback. Like I, I, thought, they, I thought that was the case last, yeah, yeah. last I mean, year before I, we got hurt. I don't, think, was... I don't, I don't think it's going to take Jay Cutler uh, throwing fourth quarter interceptions or not performing up to standards for Dolphins to appreciate Ryan Tannehill. I think they already do. Now, well, the, now the question is though: Is how did he screw up his career by deciding not to have surgery the first time, and then re-injuring uh, the leg, and now having surgery? And what's going to happen while he's out? And everyone's going to say that he's going to be back to, for beginning of the next season. But I'm telling you, I've seen uh, a lot of these situations where, yeah, sure, that could happen. If you're Adrian Peterson, you get back in like three seconds. But there's also times where you know. Uh, infections happen, things happen, uh, scar tissue happens, and it, your healing is not as f- quick as possible. And what if Jay Cutler has to be here next year to be the starting quarterback again? And what if Ryan Tannehill never gets his job back? Well, if that's the case, I would, I would say, uh, in a word, oh god. Why oh god? Just just the thought of Jay Cutler is good for a season. Let's see how he does this season. His past performance in Chicago is kind of yeah, kind of leads you to believe this is a flash in the pan. At worst, I mean, yeah, he could work out, but he retired for a reason, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, he did, but you know, it also like uh, retiring and not wanting to show up and play has a lot to do with your surroundings and where you're at. Maybe he really feels like after being in camp with the Dolphins, that this is a place where he can thrive. First of all, I mean, I love the city of Chicago. Denver's supposed to be an amazing city, and you can smoke a bunch of weed there. But, I mean, if you're Jay Cutler, and you can spend some time down here, hang out with the fam, your hot wife, 
Like, why not? If someone's going to pay you $10 million, why wouldn't you? I mean, why wouldn't you? If you have the opportunity. I just... Yeah, if I'm Ryan Tannehill, I'm not overly worried, but I am certainly, in the back of my mind, I'm wondering if I'm going to get my job back, because nothing is promised in the NFL or in football. There's nothing that says Ryan Tannehill will get his job back as a starting quarterback. You just don't know how that's going to develop. Someone says they they are unable to listen because of the inarticulate racist that's with me. Listen, sir, you're an ass. Get out of my life. I love Antoine. Where? Uh, On my Twitter. On my Twitter. Twitter. Get out of my life. I'm racist. Three three oh five for life. Get out of my life. Wait. Why would he? No, I don't understand why he said that specifically. Uh, I I don't. I don't. I didn't actually. Uh, no, I, I mean you're you're already taking it too far. It's why question illogical things. Uh, because I've never gotten into it with a. N- never mind. I'll try line two first. Ticket, you're on the air. Thank you, Daron. And now I'm sure Bill is on line one. Let's go. Ticket, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Yes, I'm calling uh, about the situation of this country. Um, it, uh, it is not in a way, shape, and form that is, you know, supposed to be that, you know, you want to talk politics on your on your show. We listen to it for sports, but I'm calling you right now just to say that, you know, People are, like, you know, taking down statues, and yes, it is our history. It's not good, per se, to certain hoi polloi, but you know what? There is history that that transpires that makes us, hopefully, better people. Um, There has to be hardship that brings us. Think about the word hardship. It's a ship. We need to cross a certain void to take us somewhere. You know, think about it. And I just think people are making a big deal about a lot of minor. It's not minor to them. It's major to me because I want this place to be a better place. I want the world to be a better place. Everyone's taking care of their family and their things and this and that. Let's do this. And everyone's in a rush. I say, it's a four-letter word. <laughs> it's still the best. Love, 790. <laughs> that tickles me. I can't help it. I don't know what it is. I find... So much humor in whatever that is. Whatever he's got going on, whatever whatever it is, whether it's an act or it's uh, simply just uh, him being not on his meds or I don't, whatever it may be, 
uh, whatever's going on there, it entertains me. Speaking of entertaining, did you see, uh, Antoine, did you see Tina Fey eating cake on the Saturday Night Live weekend update uh, summer edition? I did not. I saw the headlines. You gotta, you gotta Google it. You gotta, you gotta watch it. It's, I mean, she just goes off in Charlottesville because she she went to the University of Virginia. But forget about what she was saying. The whole time she's just eating cake, like stuffing cake into her mouth. And I, I'm sorry, maybe because I've been there, because uh, you know I I've stuffed my face with cake too. But she's trying to talk as she just shoves cake into her mouth. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. Yeah, I don't know what that acts. I don't know what character that was of Bill's. Someone asked if he was doing Bono. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that was Bono. I don't know what that was, but it was something. Um. All right, we're gonna take a break. We got one more hour. We got one more hour to go. Captain Curtis will be in after me, so he'll have your hot sports takes. Sports. Someone says, "Beast, you attract these freaks." Yes, I do, and I'm proud of it. Damn it. If I bring anything to this radio station, it's the ability to attract freaks. Antoine is giving me the worst look right now. Back after this in the ticket.